Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with your co-host, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice, and his wife, Jeannie. Michael and Jeannie share with you the wisdom of the ancient Aramaic internal process of forgiveness. They offer tools and support five days a week. They will support you in building a solid foundation within yourself to live in pure love. In Aramaic, Rachma. Michael is the author of Why Is This Happening to Me Again? For more information on Michael and Jeannie, please visit www.whyagain.com. And now your co-host, the forgiveness doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. To the brightness within you and the truth that is Hi, and welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm your co-host, Jeannie Rice, along with Dr. Tim Hayes, and we welcome you to the show. Today is Wednesday, January the 6th, 2016, and our call-in number is 646-200-4169. Press 1, and that puts you in queue to talk to us. And we would love to hear your comments and your questions because that makes this your show. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, dear heart. Happy New Year once again to everybody. We're honored and delighted that you're with us as we uh, explore this ancient technology of forgiveness and healing. And healing as opposed to the culture's use of the concept is treatment, and treatment is a whole different thing. It's it's a, it's something it takes building some brain cells to understand the difference between treatment and healing. Oftentimes, treatment is called, or people call it healing, but you know, there's not much in the way of the arena of treatment that actually creates healing. Uh, if you'll notice that most things that are used to treat diseases uh, have a label and a list of side effects. And if you got side effects, if you got something. <clears throat> pardon me, of a destructive nature that happens while you're taking care of a set of symptoms, then you're dealing with treatment, you're not dealing with healing. And what we want to do and what we suggest that everyone that engages in treatment, and we're not saying don't treat because it can save your life, but while you're engaging in treatment, if you do healing work at the same time, then you start to get the deeper level changes that shift everything in your life. And I was talking to a gentleman this morning who is probably about 10 years ago came to his first workshop. He actually showed up at a workshop quite by accident. He was at another conference and we were speaking at it and he came into the session and ended up doing a still point session and in a, a very short period of time did just a major piece of work. This was a guy who's in his 60s 
early 60s and has lived with the trauma of severe, I mean, some of the most severe physical abuse I've ever heard of someone dealing with in their lives. Uh, you know, a father who, you know, at, at six years of age, uh, father's in prison, a man's over in bed with mom, and when he comes in the room because he thinks mom's being hurt because she's making some strange noises, we don't need to go into why, uh, and he's beaten by a naked you know, stranger all the way back to his room, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And then when dad gets out of prison, the uh, the physical beatings are, well, tied to a post in the basement uh, with the brother and literally beaten for hours of the kinds of things that he's shared with me. But, but in his first breathing session, he was able to move through and resolve the rage that he carried around his father huge piece of work not the end of his work but a huge piece of work and he's visited come back to the work a couple of times since maybe to do while he came and did one nine-day intensive about maybe seven years ago but since then it's kind of danced around it when we've been in that area of the country he's come to a workshop or two but but not really continued not really done anything with it and I just happened to call him this morning to say hello. It's someone that I've become quite friendly with. And uh, and he's telling me about his heart problems and his arrhythmia and how, you know, well, I'm 70 now, so I think maybe I'll just kind of give up because I don't understand how to heal and I don't know what to do. And it, and it just it amazes me how people in this culture in particular, it seems, it's like instant everything. You know, when our parents were young and getting married, they settled on a small starter house and they had some, you know, minimalist furniture and they built their lives until they had something. Kids today want to go out and start with, you know, the 4,000 square foot house with the three, you know, 50 inch uh, flat screens and the this and the that and you know the finest of furniture and it doesn't matter how much it's instant and i was i was doing a presentation it was kind of like all this sort of juxtaposed as i had this conversation with gentleman this gentleman this morning and uh we did a presentation at a, a meeting a couple of weeks ago here in florida and we're talking about the process of healing and the generations and talk about you know energy being you know, constructive to the human system or destructive to the human system and that we carry within us, you know, that idea of sin, the term sin being actually an archery term that means off the mark. And when I put an energy that's off the mark into my system, it creates disorder and disease. And sooner or later, I need to learn to forgive or remove that. <clears throat> and then, you know, express that idea of the sins of the fathers are passed to three and four generations. It literally in our genes, we carry these generational patterns. And after the presentation was complete, it was just a short 10-minute thing at a gathering of some folks. And afterward, there's a woman who came up and she said, so um, so how long does this take? Is, is one session enough? And it just, you know, it boggles my mind that, you know, if somebody decides I want to be a math teacher, they'll go to school for four years and learn to be a math teacher. If they want to be a doctor, they'll go to school for six, eight, ten, twelve years. If they want to be a vet, they'll have to go, you know, six years to school. If they're going to be a lawyer, they're going to go to school five, six, seven, eight years on top of a, a full general education. 
And yet, when it comes to answering the questions of life, well, I've got $5 in five minutes. Tell me everything you know. So I kind of lamented as this gentleman that I spoke to this morning said, well, you know, I'm 70, and so I don't want to do, they want to do this to my heart and that to my heart and this, and I've taken drugs in the past and had side effects, so I'm not going to do it. And, you know, I'm ready. If I go, I go. It's okay kind of thing. It's like you need to engage in your healing process over the extended period of a lifetime. It's not an event. It's not a day. It's not a weekend. It's not dealing with one issue or two or ten or a hundred. It's dealing with a whole lifetime of energetic assault, particularly in this culture. And then the lifetimes of the generations that went before us. That, that that's what, if you want to enter into, and I mentioned the other day that, you know, the doorway to true joy, aliveness, and happiness is forgiveness. And you don't undo a hundred generations or a 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 year lifespan in a weekend or a week or a year or two years or five years. If you go back to Yeshua, he says that to do the work that he teaches, you've got to have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. I think we're fairly safe to, in assuming that pretty much everybody in his audience had what we call physical eyes and ears. He wasn't talking about that. He was saying you have to have the brain cells. And in a culture that purposely, consciously, and unconsciously withholds anything to do with responsibility and real healing, you know, go get them, hostility, fear, attack, rage, guilt, puke on them, doesn't matter. You need your rage, you need your anger to protect you. That keeps us in insanity. And the message of the culture is use that, forget being responsible and actually living as a human being as love, you know, hold a newborn child and you get a sense of how you're designed to live. If you haven't been doing that, if you don't remember your parents, mom and dad, when the stress was up and the chips were down, stepping forward in love, having loving conversations and healing. If you don't remember your grandparents, speaking up when the stress was up and the chips are down as true human beings as love, there are generational issues to be faced. And, and I, I'm saying this to inspire people to say, mm, okay, now I understand and I'm going to do the work that it takes. You know, a simple example I use often for the idea of building the brain cells is, uh, you know, imagine that I've got an ounce of gold and I've got a pound of hamburger and I put them on a plate on the floor and I bring a dog in the room. The dog has a choice. The dog could choose the ounce of gold and go out and buy 1,500 pounds of hamburger or the dog can gobble up the pound of hamburger and not even notice the ounce of gold. Well, the dog has a choice. And we know that 100% of the dogs on the planet, if you put them in the room with those two plates, we know what the dog's going to do. Why? Why wouldn't the dog pick up the ounce of gold, go out and buy 1,500 pounds of hamburger? Why would the dog be interested and satisfied with a one-pound meal of hamburger instant right then and there? Because the dog has, number one, no idea of delayed gratification, and number two, no idea of the value of the ounce of gold. 
Now, if we could build into the dog the brain cells for understanding that, oh, I can choose the gold and go out and buy 1,500 pounds of hamburger, or I can have many, 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 many fine steaks for that ounce of gold, there isn't a dog in the world that would choose the hamburger. And yet, how long do you suppose it's going to take to get a dog to understand the value of the ounce of gold? If we've lived in a world where what's been modeled for us is rage and guilt and grief and fear and pain and drama and trauma, then we're somewhat like the dog. If when the stress is up and the chips are down, you know, when there's no stress, we talk about how much we love God and we go to church and do all of that. But when the stress is up and the chips are down, what we turn to is hostility or fear. We're kidding ourselves (laughs) to think there's any real interest in relationship with love because what we trust, what we turn to in our moments of stress is hostility and fear. You've got to retrain that mind, and it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process, and it takes time. And you'll notice that the mind, when it goes into upset, has a million stories. And what was that line in that television show way back in the, what, 50s? There are a million stories in the naked city. <laughs> there are a million stories in the unhealed mind for... Well, I'm only upset because of this and that, and it's always something outside of me. People ask the question, you know, why is life always frustrating me so much? Why, why do I always have to get angry at them? Why, why is it that they make me so angry that I can't live in peace? Folks, if you're not living in peace, it's because you have no peace in you and you trust hostility and fear to protect you. It's got nothing to do with them. You can come up with you. You could be living with with Mother Teresa and Mother Mary and Yeshua all rolled into one, and your frustration, your anger, your sadness, your rage, your fear, your guilt would still be there. And if you were in denial and dissociation, you'd still talk about them as the cause of what you're experiencing. And that's all a lie of the mind. And we've been learning that lie for generations on our planet. Just look at the history of the planet. Look at the insanity of the planet. You know, Ginny was reading to me from some research she was doing. It's only a few decades ago On this continent, government was offering a bounty of $50 if you brought in the scalp of a Native American. That's only like within decades. And a child, I mean, this was a piece of research he was doing. A child, you got $25 for killing them and bringing proof of it to the government. I mean, think about that. What, what, what insanity has gone down? And what's possible? You know, hold a newborn child. And you see that all of the insanity that's gone before us, all of the insanity that's been born and bred in us, is just there because it's been born and bred in us, not because there's any truth in it and not because there's any necessity. To me, that's pretty awesome news. One, 
to know why we're experiencing what we're experiencing, and two, to know that all we have to do is do the work it takes and acquire the skills to free ourselves from it. Now, it's not an instant overnight process. It takes time. It takes work. It takes hanging around long enough to build the brain cells. And as you do, then you gradually come to the point where you trust the presence of love in your life to bring healing inside of yourself, to bring healing inside of your family systems and your community and your world. And as we do that, everything begins to change. And we're here to bring the tools for that change into expression. We have support for all of the tools that we teach on our website. You're welcome to go to www.whyagain.org. Scroll down the home page a little bit. Click on the bullseye in the middle of the page and a whole series of links starts to open. And it will walk you right to the tools, step by step by step. Now, you have to engage in it. You have to do it. Eugene was talking to someone yesterday and repeated an example that I use often in the workshops, and that is, well, you know, when I want somebody else to fix it, I'm kind of like the person that says, well, you know, I want to win the world weightlifting championship. So how about starting tomorrow, you go into the gym every day and work out for the next two years, and then I'll go win the world weightlifting championship. It's like, not going to happen. If you do the work, you might go win it, but I'm sure not going to. And I have to do the work that it takes to clean up my reliance on any form of hostility or fear and my experience of myself as that awesome active presence of love that I started out as. Before the life in the world resonated generational hostilities and griefs and pains and fears that I didn't know any better than to become identified with, I started out as this pure, sweet essence of love. And fortunately, that essence has never been touched. It is always sitting right there to be restored to full activity. But it is restored to full activity by stilling the activity of what's been installed by the world and the generations. You know, it's kind of like we've got an AM radio and an FM radio. And I'm listening, let's say I'm listening to 900 on the AM radio and I love the music. And I've got a better sound system with my FM uh, tuner. So I say, well, I'm going to go listen to 900 AM on my FM tuner. Well, you can't listen to 900 AM on your FM tuner. There's no mechanism for receiving that signal in the FM frequency range. They're two different bands of energy. The truth of who you are as love has never been touched by anything that's happened to you. If you've fallen into identification with it, all of the hostility and fear seems very real and justifiable. And why wouldn't I point it at somebody else? After all, it's all their fault. But when I wake up from that, I wake up into being. And I wake up into being by stilling, quieting, and forgiving the hostility and fear that comes up so automatically. Automatically. 
building the brain cells for that is kind of like building the brain cells for the value of the ounce of gold for the dog. It takes time. We've got lots of brain cells that go in the other direction. So as it is a learning process, it is also an unlearning process. And forgiveness means removal. If in a particular circumstance I experience rage and I apply forgiveness and remove my rage, then I won't have rage in that situation again. Then I have the ability to experience myself as love, as a human being. But if there's rage in there, as long as it's linked to that situation, every time that situation occurs, the rage is going to come up and cover up the love that I am. I can change that by having the brain cells and doing the work that it takes to forgive, to remove that particular form of hostility. And so that's what we're here to support. That's what all of the tools that we teach is about. Pardon me, all of the tools that we teach, that's the single purpose of them, to open the space for the understanding and to have the support for doing the work that it takes to move out of the game of hostility and fear. And as you start to use the tools that you uncover on the website, the reason for this show, the reason we're here five days a week, the reason Dr. Tim's dedicated to being with us as often as he is, which is almost always, and Jeannie and myself is, we want to create a support system that will make you outrageously successful at forgiveness because that's what we're here to do and as you do that we get better at it and together we create a shift in the world that changes the whole game and we're appreciative of the fact that you're here to participate in doing that with us shall we say hello to Dr. Tim how do you be today sir I'm quite well, thank you. I awesome. Am, uh, I'm enjoying the health and vitality of the benefits of eating and doing the work and being able to meet with loving people like we did last night in our support group in Woodstock. Tell us about and, the support uh, group, Tim. Well, I think I forget. I lost count. I think we had ten or eleven people there last night. We had somebody who was brand new, and we had um, some lively discussion about various things people had done over the holidays. And then we had the an hour long talk. Uh, we're nearing the end of a series that Guy Finley did, and he was always challenging for people. He uses a lot of words. Sometimes he has long sentences. When he's not in, in the middle of a an entertaining story, his sentences can get quite long. And again, it brought up the topic of how all of us are sitting there listening to the same vibrations in the air and watching the same pictures on the TV screen, and yet <laughs> some people have uh, a very negative experience resonated within them and some have a very positive experience resonated within them one person said you know i heard this thing that was really powerful for me and then i don't remember hearing anything for the next 20 minutes but i remember this he said this and i wrote it down and then i don't remember anything that happened for 20 minutes and uh, so that was yeah it was it was a very 
another very good example of being in process and getting triggered and how each of us are carrying around our upsets and they can get resonated by basically anything that happens either inside our own mind or outside of us. And uh, so that was quite interesting and led to a nice discussion and then somebody did a worksheet and the worksheet was quite powerful and effective for this person. She ended up saying that she doesn't ever remember doing a worksheet and having it leave her at a a zero-level upset, but she started at a seven or an eight, intensity of sadness and hurt, Mm. and just stepping through the the seven-step worksheet that's available free at whyagain.org, and breathing, and then when she got down to canceling the goal and noticing what came up, she asked if we could do a little bit of tapping because she had this energy swirling in her chest, and so we did several rounds of tapping and then finished the rest of the worksheet, and she said, I'm I'm at a zero. I said, She said, I'm, with a surprised tone in her voice, I don't think I've ever been all the way at a zero after a worksheet that was that intense. So. Mm. It was Sweet. um it was very nice and there was somebody else there who was there for their very first session ever, very first introduction to the work, either Michael Rice or Guy Finley or any of this stuff. So <clears throat> there's a trickle. There's a trickle of people who get introduced to it because of people who are in the group and they mention it to people the Unity Church puts it in their bullet, and there's just a little trickle of people that come throughout the year. But the core of the people who are benefiting from it and the love they exchange and support each other, it's uh, it's I find it energizing and vitalizing. Cool. So, Is the group on Meetup, Tim? No, we haven't done that. Huh? No. Susan I heard, shared uh, that she's I heard, gets a I heard, regular I, flow of people. Yeah, I heard Susan and and it's it's tempted me to do that. I had I had done meetup years ago for a couple other things and paid the money and and had the the system set up for a while and got very 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 little response. So I ended up stopping it. But this this might be worth a try again. I mean, it's been out then it was very new. So it's Right. Uh, it's more well known and it might be worth spending the money to do that. So we'll see. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, one of the things we're in the process of doing, you know, you introduced a couple of weeks ago uh, the radio show that was done on NPR with a medical doctor and psychiatrist talking about healing and the components of healing. And anybody wants to listen to that, you can go to December 1st and uh, uh, onbeing.org, the December 1st, uh, or pardon me, December December 3rd, 3rd. wasn't it? December 3rd 3rd. uh, show. And it's pretty awesome, this MD who's was in a life-threatening situation and had no resolution from his medical training or anybody in the medical field had to go and find healing and the the basic synopsis is, and they lay out what it takes to do healing, and that is proper food, community, love, and forgiveness. Basically, that's their their formula. That and the guy says, and you know, I didn't learn this in medical school. Anyway, we're just we're going to attach that. We're getting ready to send out a mailing for the uh, 
the intensives here in uh, February coming up in Orlando, and we're going to put that in as a, you know, here are the components, you know, from somebody who's been through all the medical training and finally found healing. Here are the components and uh, pointing out that that's precisely what the intensives are about. It's about proper food. We do a total fresh and raw dietary regimen, awesome tasting food, and yet very high concentrated nutrition, actual food that just opens the system to all kinds of, uh, of internal improvements. And then, of course, community where you've got a group of people who function, who understand that they are love and function as love, as is the power of the support group. And, you know, when you're sitting in a space, when your pain or your trauma comes up with a group of people who are literally energetically spraying love on you, it certainly accelerates the healing process. And uh, that is that presence of love. And, uh, and then, of course, the forgiveness process. So we're getting ready to uh, send out a mailing, so keep an eye on your, your mailbox, anybody that's listening. And if you would, uh, pass it along to anybody else you think might be interested. There will be a couple of links to uh, to the um, a couple of different videos that we've got. We've got a new one-hour, why is this happening to begin, the first new, new first hour of why is this happening to begin. We load it on YouTube, so we'll put that link in there and probably the uh, PowerPoint presentation. So if you want to pass it along to anybody, that would be awesome. And uh, if anybody's ready to take your work to the next level on uh, February 1st, we'll start with a nine-day codependence to interdependence communication practicum. And that nine-day will actually then stretch out to, for those who want to stay longer, a 16-day. And then we'll actually take a day off and we'll step into a a 16-day Laws of Living intensive. Uh, So if you're inclined to take your work to the next level and you know, perhaps you're up there and what I understand is now starting to turn into winter after all this warm weather for, for a lot of folks around the, the Northlands and Orlando might look pretty nice in February. Come and join us. And if you would pass that along to anybody that you think might have an interest, just forward that email and we'll look forward to seeing those who are joining us for the intensives uh, starting February 1st and February the 17th will be the second one. We've rented this beautiful, huge seven-bedroom house and just five minutes outside of uh, Disney World in Orlando. So we've got a pretty sweet space for doing the intensive in. Michael, we do have a caller. Well, let's say hello. It's area code 541. You're on the air. Is this Julie by chance? 541, you're on. (laughs) I was watching that my sounds like my head Julie from Ashland, Oregon's <laughs> laugh. I know well, that laugh. Um, yeah, <laughs> hey, young lady. Me. I'm good, thank you. I can't believe how my life is changing. Ever since I tithed to you and then signed up for an intensive, and just I feel good, and I want to report that um, um, it's getting like. I know how I I just make the right choices. I I've stopped eating some foods that aren't right for me and I'm making shifts like that and it's easy because it's right. Not no, it's not like a concept of right. It's just correct for my body system and my and my mind. It's it's an alignment. It's congruent and it's because I'm committed to this work, and I feel that this work is rooting into me, and I'm coming more from love 
than ever before. And I want to give an example. There's a community rights effort going on here in Oregon. There's many of them to protect our natural resources and prevent things from happening like a, a big, huge liquid gas um, pipeline that would just cut right through our forests and all of our good um, wildlife areas and streams. Anyway, so there's a lot of people working on it, but I go to the meetings and the hearings, and I know it's just still all in fear and hostility, and it isn't right for me. It, you know, I want to be more effective, and I know a better way. And that doesn't mean I'm going to start holding up signs about love or anything. It means that I'm going to assure that I stick to my work and, and trust that there will be outcomes that help shift all these things in the world if I really do my genuine work. I, that's kind of like the experiment I'm running right now. And I, I can do worksheets on these things and change the energies inside me for how much I care about our environment. So that's my approach rather than immersing myself in energies that don't belong in me why should i surround myself in a field of energy that doesn't belong that i don't belong in and you know so it it's been a tough thing to resolve because i do have an energy of thinking i should do something to help and something must be done to stop all these terrible um, intentions in the world and the wisdom that I'm starting to gain is that the only place to do that work is inside myself and trust, trust the outcome from that. So, I'm, Well, and my, um, my input there would be that you're right, the place to start the work is inside yourself and then to listen to the guidance that will tell you what your next right action is. Yeah. It's key. It's that do, doing your internal work doesn't mean that you don't do external action. You know, if I started doing this work, uh, you know, back almost 50 years ago, and I had sat at home and said, well, I'm going to just do this work, and, and, that's, and I'm going to change the world, uh, we wouldn't be talking right now, or we likely wouldn't right. be. But it took, you know, taking the actions to, to do what I've done over the years, what Jeannie's done, what Dr. Kim's done, to uh, to bring us to the point where we could have this conversation, and so it's 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 definitely uh, taking the next right action and being able to listen with ears that are tied to love what that right action is. Okay. Yeah. So I can go, I can go to the meetings and I can hold the space of love and listen and see, and if there is something that perhaps I would speak. I could at least do it from love inside myself rather than fear hostility. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that makes and, all the difference in the world. And I can begin to, you know, teach too. I mean, I've always been wanting to be a teacher here, so. <laughs> but, you know, I'll teach some of these groups how to get into a more effective mode. Who knows? I don't know yet what that might look like. But well, anyway. I acknowledge you and congratulate you. You know, mm-hmm. you're a good example of what I was talking about earlier that you are doing that a lot of people don't do, and that is that you're hanging around long enough to build the brain cells and solidify 
your understanding and your posture in doing the work. You know, how long is it, how long ago is it the first time we were out in Ashland? I know. That's got to be at Michael. least five years, six years ago? Yeah, it was in 2011 in the summer, or the late spring, May and June. And I know it's taken me so long to root this in, only because of my reluctance to use the tools. You know, I haven't been no, using No, no, only, only because it takes time to build the brain cells to make the new choices. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about when I opened the show. And no, I, was, I came in late. Staying around oh, long you. enough. Yes, exactly. And my observation is that it takes the average person about five years to really get deeply rooted and start to really move forward in their work. Yeah, well, I think that's true I, for me, you know, um, to take take it seriously and realistically. You know, a few weeks ago in December, you were talking to a caller about um, drugs and cigarettes and things pulsing through their system, and and they were wondering why nobody knew what was causing all of her illnesses, and when you use that word pulsing, do you okay, do you want this pulsing through your system? You don't think it will have an effect of some sort? I just realized I don't want all this stuff pulsing through me. <laughs> and I you know, I stopped coffee and I didn't I'm not a smoker, but you know, I've stopped coffee and sugar I've reduced considerably. Really considerably. So that's um, and huge. I caffeine, caffeine, basically, because I know it shows up in chocolate and other things. So, um, yeah, I tell you, I I had stopped for um, I don't know how many days, but about ten days after I'd gotten very ill from taking medicines, um, just a temporary illness, just throwing up because my body was saying no to those poisons, and um, and so. I cleared myself of drinking coffee because it was easy to stop after not eating anything for two days. And right. then accidentally on purpose, I was at a Thanksgiving dinner that was a public community dinner that was beautifully done and put on by a church. And they brought in this amazing coffee company from Seattle. And I've never smelled coffee like that before. And I just, went into a little bit of automatic behavior of, well, I'm just going to try that coffee. (laughs) It smells good. And I did. And um, here's what happened. I became a different person. I had a different personality. I was just wired differently. I was, you know, gabbing away differently. And so that taught me something because I chose to listen and, and learn the lesson. And so I haven't had any since. You know? Nice catch. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's just a little report, and I know that more comes up to be healed and forgiven, and I'm feeling good now, and there's more. But the other thing I've committed to is instead of waiting for something traumatic to come up to scare me into doing a worksheet, why not just keep myself doing worksheets? Because that's good, healthy maintenance. That's as healthy as eating correctly and, you know, making positive choices in my life. So Yay. anyway, Michael, beautiful. It's finally rooting in, and, and I can't, I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. 
really. Well, nice work, young so. lady. That's awesome. And, you know, we we know the consequences because they're so immediately visible in the so-called physical world, for instance, of not washing our bodies every day. You know, you take two or three or four or five or ten days and things get pretty rough. <laughs> we We don't tend to see those results when we keep polluting our minds. And it sounds like, you know, one of the the tools we offer is to become the thinker apart from the thought, the feeler apart from the feelings, the actor apart from the actions. And it sounds like with uh, with that particular toxin of caffeine and coffee that uh, you were able to observe yourself in the shift that occurred. So that's a pretty powerful piece of work. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I was also listening to the Getting the Stress You Need recently DVD of yours, right? Uh, because I really, um, I really need to learn about goals more, um, as far as making goals and and canceling them. Um, because I carry around too many goals, which I then get really tired <laughs> from. I get, and and I can go into sadness and anger about it, that there's been a pattern like that. And the other day I just let go of a whole bunch of goals from listening to that DVD, and I feel lighter and more able to choose differently. Instead of from the burden of never fulfilling any goals, it's from the freedom of um, what goals will I choose today. And I've heard this wisdom taught for five years. You know, from you, every day I listen. And yet, now I'm getting it. This, well, I've gotten it along the way, too. But I, yeah, but you, I get, you get it. You know, in the, ancient, yeah. in the ancient scriptures, it said, here, there, here a little, there a little. Really? And, that's and when somebody hangs out <laughs> long enough. Pardon me? I said, that's ancient scripture, actually, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you hang around long enough, you build the brain cells and and it's able to solidify to serve up different guidance as you build those brain cells than what the old mind did. And that's what the work is all about. Mm -hmm. And it's possible. It's actually possible. It happens. Yeah, I just been I do I feel very encouraged by all the callers that call in and share in any way or have questions or things they're working on in any way. It's always appropriate in my life to hear a reflection communicating a, a perspective of an energy that's inside me. Usually there's always an energy that resonates. So I do appreciate everyone's calls. Questions. Cool. The power oh, the of community. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there may Community's be another an important step in healing. Hi, yeah. right, lots of I'm love and blessings. I'm glad you recognized. You know, Michael, it's so great that you recognized that and you put this show together, and that probably was your guidance, wasn't it? That's what it takes, yes. And we are super appreciative of the technology that allows us to do this so that this can be available and not only available on a daily basis as people, you know, tap in and listen, but that we've got archives of all of this. You know, the last five years is is awesome to have available to create support for folks. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, I better let you, let everyone go. There could be another hand coming up. <laughs> All right, young again. lady. Lots of love and blessings. Take care. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's definitely going to be the best year yet of your eternal life. Yep. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. So, Ginny, anything happening in the chat room or anybody with a hand up? Oh, let's say hello. All right. Area code 765. You're on the air. Is it sunny? Yes, it is. How are you? Hey, welcome, young lady. Good to hear your voice. Yeah. I just have a real quick question. Um, from the last time we spoke about the NPR.com, the December yes. 3rd podcast, when I go on right. there, it gives me a couple of different options and doesn't let me in to do what I need to do. Can it's actually a link? on the, the website is actually onbeing.org, O-N-B-E-I-N-G.org. It plays on NPR, but the website's actually on being, the December 3rd podcast. Okay, and then I guess the uh, podcast is the question, which of the NPR prompts is it? There's two different ones, and it sends you off into weirdness, so... Oh, stop. It's not NPR. The show plays on NPR, but the website is onbeing.org. So if you go to onbeing.org, you just go to their, I think it says blog, and you click on that, and just go to December 3rd, 2015. It's an awesome show. And one of the easier ways, Sonny, to find it, if you click, if you go to our website, you can type in links or type in on being up in the search bar and uh-huh. it comes up it's in our favorite links and it says on being NPR's December third, twenty fifteen podcast of on being. And so you can click on that too and that'll take you straight to it. Okay, yay. And then um I did text you, Michael, those uh papers that the uh the doctor had given me. Um, and I do apologize that just really, truly offered little of nothing. And uh, so it was an independent search in my second meeting with her that she encouraged me to do the independent search for the information on tonight at Sormanier's. So um, I would then appreciate any information that you do have <laughs> because um, she really did not have ready information. So those pages I sent you, I do apologize. Because uh, it looked to me like the one reference to the homeopathic solutions was almost something that a doctor or someone would have to access. And she said that wasn't the case at all. It was just um, random reference material. So there you have it. Cool. All right. So, um, all right. On, to, on to the hunt myself. So... Lots of B-complexes and uh, ginkgo biloba seems to be the the primaries. Helping. So, no, it's primary information I've been given. I've not set into to the uh, results yet. I've been into other things with it. So. Multifaceted. Well, we hold the uh, space. Yep, lots of worksheets on, on uh, just narrowing down some of the structural stuff and finding source. So I'm grateful to you for the work. It's, uh, All right, we hold the space. Yep, not quite hydro, but I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, very cool. All right. God bless you. 
Delighted. Good to hear from you. All right. Blessings. Thank you for the information. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. So, Jeannie, anybody in the chat room? By the way, if anybody's in the chat room but you can't chat, there's a very simple procedure for, I think there should be a link right there you can click, and you can sign up with Blog Talk. All they, I think all they need is your email address. And they're, uh, we've never heard of anybody, you know, stepping out of line with the use of uh, giving them your email address. They're pretty integritous with it. And then you can ask questions and interact in the chat room as well. And of course, if you uh, if you want to talk to us, if you uh, pick up the phone and call six four six two hundred four one six nine. That will put you on the show. And then if you have a question and you push one, that will put a little hand up through the magic of technology on Jeannie's switchboard, and she'll know that you want to speak with us. 646-200-4169. So, Jeannie, do we have anything happening in the chat room? or anybody No, it's up? quiet in the chat room, and nobody else has a hand up. We're down to 10 minutes, so if somebody has a question... Oop, a hand just went up. Area code nine five four, you're on the air. Who do we have? This is Monica. Hi. Hi, Monica. Hey young lady, good to hear your voice again. Yeah, um I, I missed a bit of the show. I had the phone next to me from about twelve fifty and I I don't know what happened. I, I guess I went unconscious for a little while and then I came back and I realized the show was already in progress so I, I was able to get in and I'm really, really glad because I've always enjoy your show, always, and get a lot from it. And uh, now in particular I, I Yeah. Um I've been learning a lot of new things. I'm I'm not studying Kaboris or anything like that, but the Bible uh one of the things that I've been picking up lately is love. Because it's a word that I never really have clearly understood. And I know that there's several types of love. And it just blows me away that I I just never really observed that. But I I believe there's uh, the filio, which is brotherly love. There's storcha, which is the love of mothers and children, families. There's erotica, which is sexual love, but there's a lot of other things that seem to apply to that too, like fanaticism and and other things that people call love, but I really question the behavior. And then the one one I really want to learn about, which is agape. And uh, I must admit... (laughs) I've got a lot of work to do before I really, truly get agape because it's it's just a, a communication, a, a, an interaction with one's creator, the one that's keeping us breathing. And um, I don't know, I, mean, I, I must be, I have the need to study it probably for the rest of my life because that's the love that is real well my observation would be that if Yeshua were to enter the conversation here all that you've just said he'd say he would say that's all Greek to me <laughs> that's 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 a Greek 
reduction of the truth of love. The best way that I know to define love would be if you think back to the first time that you held your son, Brandon, and you tap into that moment, what word would you use to describe his essence and that experience? Pure. Beautiful. That's love. That's it. Now, the mind tries to interpret and make that all kinds of other things. There are other expressions of that, but the source of that experience is that space of true being. It is the energy of the creator. If I bring that to, you know, different communities, different ways of expressing it, the Greeks have given it different words, but none of those expressions of it capture the essence that it is. And so my input, if you remember in the intensive that you came to, we did a love exchange. In the love exchange, we asked you to close your eyes, go inside, and tap into if it was holding your newborn. I know for me that, you know, my mechanism for tapping into that presence of love is as I was catching my daughter, her head delivered, her eyes opened crystal clear, looked into my eyes, and she grinned at me. And that presence sent me into such an awesome space, I was literally in another dimension. That's the truth of our being. As I understand that experience for me, when Krista Joy came in with that presence, that presence resonated in me, the same presence in me. And that displaced everything my mind could even think. And that's where we want to live. So if you remember the love exchange, you want to go back and tap into that sweet presence, intensify the experience of it internally, open your eyes, and if you're standing in front of a mirror, send it to yourself. Okay. If you're with another person, send it to that other person. And make that your study, your practice. And if you're in a space where something comes along that resonates something in you that takes you out of that love, that's your next piece of forgiveness work. Because if you're holding something in you that would cause deterioration, disease, pain, or suffering, the purpose of life is to, through resonance, show up and resonate that in you. So you have the opportunity to step back and observe that happening inside yourself and say, this is not my essence. I think I will forgive this. I will remove this energy from my experience. And that's what the worksheet is about. until there's only the purity of being left. And when every cell 
is plugged into the purity of being, there can't be anything but high-level wellness. When the cell is filled with a thousand generations of the world's insanity, the rage, the grief, the pain, the trauma, the loss, the attack, the abuse, then the cell suffers from the presence of those energies. It, it deteriorates from the presence of those energies. And it cries out for reconnection to that power supply, that sweet presence of being that we're designed to live from. That, to me, is the sum and summation of the work. That's the practice that we're working to inspire people to engage in. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to hear this because I, I needed to hear it, obviously. Just, uh... Well, I thank you for being ready to ask that question so that we could get such a clear synopsis of what it's all about. That was... Uh, right on track and I much appreciate it well God bless you both you and Jeannie and and Dr. Tim too and I look forward to next week very much awesome and and what we're working to build in this community through this radio show is for you for Dr. Tim for Jeannie for myself for Rex for Sonny for Brenda for everybody who calls Magda's out there probably listening right now, Julie, is that each of us engaged in that practice of bringing forward the presence of love to every person who has trauma going on in their bodies, their minds, their relationships, their finances, or their lives, that you've got a whole community of people that are literally energetically sending or spraying the presence of love in your direction. And that's the whole idea of the community aspect of healing and the support that we need to do that. It is a wonderful thing, yes. It is a wonderful thing. It's a sweet opportunity for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, I've got a little kitty cat here who is climbing into my lap. And I want Probably to go to some of that loving. love. <laughs> yeah. Probably want some of that presence of love. All right. Well, love and blessings, we hold you in our hearts. Thank you. And we hold Brendan in our hearts. And we'll be talking soon. We're down to the last few seconds, and we'll thank you all for joining us. If you're ready for an adventure in healing, February 1st, Orlando. Come and join us. Nine days of codependence to interdependence communication practicum. Nine days will stretch out to 16 for those who want to stay the extra days. And then we'll start into a 70 or a 16 day, pardon me, laws of living. So come and join us. In the meantime, send this show to a stranger. If it's been meaningful to you, pass it on. MP3, you could download it free, attach it to an email, send it. Send it to your whole mailing list. If you're not on our mailing list, you can jump on our Facebook page. If you go to JM underscore RYCE, and you can send us your email address, and we'll, the email that we're getting ready to send out will include you in, and uh, we'll send you some of those links and the uh, the flyer for the intensive in February. So create the best year yet of your eternal life. It's an awesome gift to give the world blessings. Bye-bye. Love and continue.
thank you for listening to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice and his wife, Jeannie, who present the internal Aramaic process of forgiveness. Michael and Jeannie are here every Monday through Friday on Earth Angels Radio. For more on Michael and Jeannie, please visit www.yagain.com. That's www.whyagain.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.